What's up, everybody? This is Voice Junkie, episode 14. I'm Chuck West. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Today's Monday, August 7th. So when this uploads, you know what a date. Yeah, so I just wanted to get into a couple things. Uh, a couple things that I had to get off my chest. But also talk about why I'm turning into an old man. Why I'm turning into a curmudgeon. Why I am the way I am as far as being a recluse and somewhat an introvert. I wouldn't say I'm all the way an introvert, but I'm, I can see some of those uh, tendencies within me. But I went out to the club this past weekend, and I hadn't gone on to the club in a long time. I, I don't really go clubbing anymore. Uh, a lot of times I just like to go out to dinners or go out to lunch or a little brunch events. But the club is something that's just far, far in my rearview mirror far as what I do in my normal adult life. But I wanted to be a team player, go out this past weekend join uh, my colleagues, and have a great time. And, of course, I didn't have a great time. First of all, let me let me count the ways. I'm not going to put this, this uh, place, I'm not going to name the place and throw it under the bus, but I'm going to go into a bunch of other things why I didn't like my experience. First of all, the reason why I hate clubs is there is a 50-50 chance that you're going to spend a lot of money before you even realize if you're having a good time or not what i mean by saying that is when you go and buy a drink at the bar it's 50 50 that means it's a coin flip whether or not that drink is going to come back to you the way that drink is intended to come back to you so once you piss away that money you don't you can't get that back you got to either a drink a really shitty made drink that could get potentially get you sick or b just you know dump it out or leave it on the counter and say, ah, there's my 10 bucks. And <laughs> I had one of those things happen to me. So let me break down my drink selection. And, and, let me, and let me tell you what my current state is after all of this. So I get to the club. I hate clubs because they're just super packed. You can't really move around. You can't really be social in a club. Um, you, you can't have a conversation because the music's too loud. You can't maneuver and get around people the way you want to you can't even sit down anywhere really it's really an uncomfortable environment it's something that I, you know i wasn't always a fan of but something i used to do more in my early, you know late teens early 20s now that i'm an older you know almost mid-30s male i don't really enjoy my time at the club no more but anyway you, you don't have a good time at all man you just go in there it's cramped i mean if you were trying to Holler at a chick, you couldn't really holler at her because, you know, it's all packed. She can't hear what you're saying. Everything's dark. You can't really see people because the lights are too dim. But, you know, on and on and on. But back to the drinks. So my first drink, I, I you know, I couldn't decide what I wanted. So I got me a cranberry. No, actually, no, that was the second drink. Let me get to that one. But the first drink was a Red Bull with Chirac. Now, Chirac vodka, of course. So I said, let me get that. You know, that's a simple drink. You know, I, I don't know what the special drinks are in this establishment, but I'm going to get something that's pretty simple. You know, a uh, Chirac with some Red Bull. So I get that. You know, the drink, it's okay. It's it's not enough, you know, Red Bull, and it's not enough Chirac. And it's way too much ice. I mean, this 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 lady, first of all, the the, the bartender that served me looked like she didn't even want to be there. So she just gives me the drink, and I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm drinking it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's a lot of ice in this. But it's drinkable, at least. 
So I'm just going to finish this drink and I'm not going to complain too much. And, you know, so I get to my second drink and I was like, all right, that drink was okay. Wasn't exactly what I would wanted it to be, but let me get on to the next drink and let me get something. Let me get something that is so simple to make that, you know, most, you know, B level bartenders couldn't fuck it up. And that was a cranberry vodka. Now, I didn't even get all specific as to what kind of vodka. I was just like, just give me a cranberry vodka. So I get the cranberry vodka back. Is It's completely watered down. Completely watered down. I mean, it's so watered down, you can't even taste the cranberry in it. That's how fucking watered down it is. And I was just saying to myself, at that point, in that moment, it dawned on me. I, I couldn't even finish a drink. I, I took a, a sip of it and just put it on, the, you know on the counter because I couldn't finish it. it. It didn't taste like anything. It was watered down, like diluted. It, I mean, at that moment, it dawned on me. This is why I don't go out to clubs anymore. This is why. Now, mind you, the first drink was 11 bucks. The second drink was nine bucks. Now I gave a little bit of a tip. So I'm 20 in a hole already, not to mention what I paid at the door, which is another 10 bucks. So that's 30 in a hole. I'm $30 in a hole and I'm, confused and pissed because my drinks were subpar at best. That was what my experience was uh, on Saturday. And then, to, you know, to make things matters worse, I, I, you know, I drank a little bit too much as far as, you know, I didn't even know I drank that much. But here's another reason why, you, you know, when I was talking about becoming a curmudgeon and just wanting to stay stuck in the house is you have to know your limits when you go out and you go drinking and you go clubbing and you're outside of your environment. And that was one of those situations. I was drinking too much. I had way too many beers. And, you know, because I was trying to compensate for the first two drinks that weren't too great. And then next thing you know, I was sick for most of the weekend. So the whole Sunday, I was pretty miserable because I was sick. And even right now, as I'm recording this, I'm still just now getting over uh, my horrible experience this past Saturday. I ain't going back to any clubs anytime soon. Let me get on to the, some of the albums I listened to, I wanted to talk about. I, I listened. I finally got around to listen to the Vic Mensa album, the autobiography. I listened to that album. I listened to two albums on Friday, and that was one of them, the Vic Mensa autobiography. And I, I, I'm generally a fan of Vic Mensa. I like his style. I like where his mind is. He's a real hip-hop head. He, he you know, his favorite rapper is Common. You know, he's signed to Rock Nation, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, of course, I love what he does uh, socially when he's, you know, all that great work he does out there in Chicago, his hometown, uh, as far as uh, trying to uh, be a voice of police brutality, being a voice of, you know, underprivileged people in the communities, et cetera, et cetera. But I was a little disappointed with his album, man. I'm going to be real. I'm not going to, I'm not going to analyze and break down every single track on the album but i will say this you know it was kind of hyped you know i watched his interview on you know sway in the morning and you know sway did everything in his power god bless him he did everything in his power to hype up this album he was like oh you know it was these tracks it was the fundamentals of hip-hop and this that and a third and then you know one you know so my my expectations is high man he's got he's even got some really great features on here that i, I on paper you know i was looking at i was like okay no id is a producer on some of these tracks, or he's, you know, indirectly or directly involved with this, you know, entire project. And 
you know, he's got Sid from the internet on one of these tracks. So I'm really stoked about hearing, hearing that because I am a fan of the internet. But once I listened to it, I was really underwhelmed. I, 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 I couldn't believe that for me, I understood where he was trying to go. He was trying to reach in a more deeper place, uh, be more introspective about what he was going through in his life and things of that nature. But I just felt like the lyrical content could have been stronger. In some tracks, I believe some of the lyrical content didn't even match the production in certain cases, you know, and and I'm going to go into like Gorgeous, you know, that's the track that Sid from the internet was on. And I was a little disappointed with that track because, you know, this is one of the tracks that I'm literally highlighting, like, okay, I'll need to listen to this, you know, and I, I was very disappointed. I, I didn't, I didn't hear, first of all, she didn't really even sing on a track. It was more like her doing ad libs. I was like, I was kind of trying to wait for Sid to come in and throw you know, throw us a few singing bars or whatever the case may be. And that didn't happen. I didn't really hear it, like, unless I was out of my mind on Friday night. But I was a little disappointed because I, I, I expected more from that feature. So the album, in my opinion, felt kind of short. You know, I, I didn't really like the album as much as I thought I would. And it's a little disappointing. I mean, if I could rate it from a one to a five, one obviously being the worst, I'd say it's it's barely a three for me. And that's unfortunate because, again, I, I like Vince, Vic Mensa. I'm a fan of his in general. But I just felt like the album just fell short. You know, I, I, I he did say in the Sway interview that he did record the half of the album and the other half of the album came, you know, several months down the road as he was going through different things. And you can kind of hear that as the album as you listen through the album, that it was just two different vibes far as where he was in his life. I think what he should have done, if that was the case, if he recorded half of the album in a different space, literally several months before he recorded the other half, I think he shouldn't have did that. I think he should have just kept recording new stuff and, and came out with that. But, you know, it is what it is, and I don't know if it's going to really be successful far as you know albums sold and things like that i don't really focus on the numbers too much but you know he didn't do really well either i mean far as being signed to a major label like rock nation you expect you know 20 30 units sold in the first week but he really only pulled in about 12 13 in the first week and you know again with all the major press that he was getting and i mean he he was even on wilding out with nick cannon and god he he flowed his ass off on that he was spitting crazy bars on that. I mean, he even dissed Method Man. So, you know, even that was, you know, press leading into his release of the autobiography. And again, uh, to me, it fell short. But I want to segue into an album that I thought didn't disappoint at all. Actually, it blew my mind and surpassed even what I thought it would be. And that's Tyler, the creator, and his album, Flower Boy. I tell you what, man. I was up here playing Monopoly with my family, and I was listening to the entire album, and it's one of the rare albums that I can remember in the past, I don't know, let's just say year, that I didn't skip one single track. Like, I legit did not skip any song on this Flower Boy album. Tyler, the creator, knocked it out the park. I tweeted this at Chuck Westworld on Twitter, how much I was pleased with what 
Tyler put out. And I don't even think people talk enough about how good of an album this is. I was really, really impressed with what Tyler, the creator, put out, man. I mean, the production. I mean, again, if you are familiar with Tyler, the creator, and his crew, uh, Odd Future, you know that the production is always on point for the most part. And, again, he didn't fail on this album. I mean, the production was just crazy. It was bananas. And his content, as far as what he was saying, went went of course went very well with the you know with the production that was uh put it put out obviously i mean he's the one that put the whole thing together so obviously the content should match very well with the beats that he's putting on and i was just very impressed with what i heard and i don't think he's getting enough credit i mean i put this album along with uh what vince staples last album big fish theory that was very very good and you know so i'm still trying to comb through a lot of these albums i'm one of these guys that don't just jump right into listening to stuff right away. I got to kind of feel the pulse of, I don't know, I got to kind of feel the vibe and the pulse of everything surrounding the album. What are people saying? How hyped is it? You know, that's another thing that kind of draws me away from albums when people hype it too much. When they hype it too much, I kind of get more reserved and I kind of take my time even more to even pick up the headphones or whatnot and listen to it. But in this situation, I was glad that I listened to Tyler's album. It was it was it's definitely one of my albums of the year. It's, if you know, I usually try to make a top twenty-five list. It will definitely make my top twenty-five list because I tell you, it, it, it's worth it. It, it really uh, he really knocked it out of the park. You know, I'm very very happy about uh, listening to that album, and I think you guys should check it out. Apple Music or Spotify or whatever the hell else you guys use out there, uh, YouTube. Uh, check out the album. It's it's really 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 uh it, it shouldn't disappoint. Let's just say that. That's just ended there. Excuse me, I'm taking a little sip of this water. So I'm gonna jump into Usher real quick, man. I, I at first I wasn't gonna uh pick up this topic, but man, I tell you what, Usher out here burning a lot of chicks, man. I, I allegedly let me just say that he's allegedly out here burning chicks up. I mean, it's to the point now where. It's becoming its own, like, <laughs> it's becoming like its own sitcom at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody makes a web series or, or or something off of what's going on with Usher. I mean, if you haven't been listening to the tabloids or reading any of the internet uh, blogs or whatever out there, Usher is allegedly being sued. I mean, not allegedly. He is being sued by uh, giving... Uh, former, I don't know, I, I can't say lover, but a person he was sexually involved with, herpes. I don't know the level of herpes. I don't know all that other stuff. I, I, I'm not really a, a venereal disease expert, but I know that herpes is the gift that keeps on giving. That means it shows up, it disappears, and it comes back when you least expect it. Uh, he's been given this to, uh, you know, he was previously sued before. He settled with that. And now he's being sued by some other woman that's, I mean, the, the, the asking price just keeps going up by the day, it seems like. You know, I, I, I think first it was a, a few million bucks she was asking for. Now I think it's at 10 or I even heard it might even go higher than that. Now it's this, you know, very large woman that came out just recently, press conference and all, saying that, yes, I also was involved with Usher and I'm suing him as well. So I don't know how true those claims are. I mean, 
big chicks need loving too, I guess, in this situation. Maybe she's telling the truth. I don't know. But Usher needs to get a hold of this situation because, man, oh, man, he doesn't want to become a joke and a punchline any more than he already is at this uh, phone's ringing. But anyway, so Usher's situation is very, very interesting. I want to see how this ends. I want to see what his, I mean, whoever his PR handler is or whoever his communications person is, they are doing an awful job at shaping the narrative or even, you know, getting around all this negative publicity because right now this thing is getting to the point where it's becoming an embarrassment to a guy like Usher. I mean, a guy, love him or hate him, he's an, he, you know he's a legend in this game, man. He's a true legend in this game, a true pioneer at, you know, I mean, he's, you know, he was doing this thing before Justin Timberlake. You know, everybody kind of compares those two far as, you know, their different, you know, their types of style far as uh, pop and R&B. And he's one of these guys, man, that's been around for a long time doing it big, you know. And right now, this is definitely going to tarnish his legacy, you know, a little bit. You have to say that, you know. You can't just be out here allegedly burning people, giving them venereal disease, and not letting them know that you have a venereal disease. And first first of all, why are you not letting people know you have herpes? That's that's where he's going wrong at, allegedly, if he's doing this. You definitely deserve some type of punishment, and maybe that punishment has to come out of your pockets because you can't... It's like Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen had HIV, and he was didn't even know it, or he knew it, and he was out still having unprotected sex with hookers and whoever else that he was having sex with. And, you know, how did he avoid jail time? I have no idea, or we, we can speculate as to why that is. But it's wrong, man. You can't just be doing that. You can't be out burning people without, you know, at least give them fair warning. Before you even close the deal, per se, you need to tell people, hey, man, I, I, I got this. You know, hey, and I have to tell you. But anyway, off of Usher. So, yeah, that, that's the topics that I wanted to cover on this episode 14 of Voice Junkie. I'm going to have some more episodes coming up. I'm trying to work through some more interviews and, and things that I'm trying to set up down the road in future episodes. So stay tuned for that. If you want to stay tuned to anything else that I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to put a column together. Um, I'll keep you posted on that on all my social medias. That's at Chuck West World on all social media platforms. Holler at me, get at me, ask questions, whatever you want to do, whatever you want me to cover. I'll listen to you. I ain't gonna say I'm gonna cover everything, but I'm gonna listen and definitely put some thought into it. Holler at me. That's at Chuck West World at the Trendaholic for all future updates on the Voice Junkie podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. That's all I got. Until next time, folks. Episode 15. All right. Peace.